So right. what do you got? All right, I got a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Well, well, well. My, my, my. Well, well, well. Let's take a ride. What up, Fold? Happy New Year. <laughs> This is uh, this is part two of our Christmas spectacular. I just wanted to wish everybody a happy New Year. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, some of the things that we wish we, we would have uh, um, talked about in 2020 was uh, the whole stimulus package thing, the uh, the Vatican's uh, horrendous nativity scene, and a bunch of other stuff. But uh, we got a whole 2021 that we're really looking forward to. Thank you again so much for listening, for uh, supporting us and all that we're doing. And God bless you guys, and I hope 2021 brings you some wonderful things. God bless. All right, let's stick with, um, do we want to stick with Christmas specials, or do we want to stick with, uh, what's it called, um, uh, uh, Christmas carols? Oh my goodness, Christmas carols, let's do that. Okay, here we go with Christmas carols. So, these are my Christmas carols that are other people doing Christmas carol, and I know they've done a million of these things. Right, yeah. But... But one, the first one I wanted to do was Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Oh, it's Christmas Day, and I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. Have you ever heard of oh, Mr. Magoo? yes, I have. I totally forgot that he did one of those. Mm-hmm. I so may Mr. have Magoo, seen it as a kid. I vaguely remember it, though. Mr. Magoo is a character who had a cartoon, and the point of him that was funny was his old man who couldn't see. Right. And he ended up doing stupid things because he couldn't see and then, like, puts his head in a lion or something dumb like that. So they did it where he was Ebenezer Scrooge and then all these guys who used to do, you know, 60s animation voices, like Paul Freed's and stuff, were doing that. And there's a point where I think they... The people who steal Scrooge's stuff, you know, right when he dies... You know, they, you know, and that's a point in the story. Like in Muppet's Christmas Carol, they, you know, that that spider puppet guy was like, oh, these sheets are still warm. You oh, know, yes, like, that's right. Yeah. So the, there's like three people who robbed Scrooge after he died. You know, apparently they had a song in it. But whenever they showed Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol, they would cut it on TV, I guess. And my dad would always go like, oh, they used to have this song right here that was so good. And then I think I saw the song later when they actually put it back in. We are slick and shifty birds with fingers quick and fifty birds while stealing your purse or your ticky tock Just for a kick we knock you flat So that was pretty cool. Um, then I wrote um, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yep, classic. Which is already stuff. great. Which um, God, now I can't remember what it was in front of. That actually appeared in the theaters, and it was a it was a you know a cartoon before a movie. Now, Mickey's Christmas I'm, Carol. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize it, that. I thought yeah, it was just it, a special. Well, it is. I mean, I first saw it on on Disney Channel. But it came out. I first saw it on beta. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. 
That's sure my, awesome. my parents my parents probably recorded it from something. <laughs> but um, I think I might have talked about this before, where it's like the bridge of, of you know, um, voices. Disney voices. Right. We did talk about this. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. So, release date. Oh, boom. There you go. It was released December 16th, 1983, as with The Rescuers when it was re-released. Oh, The Rescuers. I love The Rescuers. Yeah, The Rescuers came out in 1977. This is a 1983 re-release. Usually Disney did a seven-year kind of re-release thing. And, you know, my parents would always be like, it's seven years. And it's not always seven years. But it's close. That was a six-year thing. So I had that. Um, I also had the Muppets Christmas Carol, which we kind of talked about too. Yeah. One great thing about the Muppets Christmas Carol is Michael Caine, who plays Ebenezer Scrooge. Scrooge, his whole thing with that is he's going to play that like if he's in the Royal Shakespeare, you know, theater company. And yeah. he's going to play it like he's playing on the London East End or West End. Dang. But whatever, they're Broadway, and he's gonna do it as serious as he can. Ebenezer Scrooge, oh please, spirit, though, no. hear me. I, I'm not the man I was. Why would you show me this if I was past all hope? <laughs> I, I will honor Christmas and try to keep it all the year. I will live my life in the past, the present, and the future. I will not shut out the lessons the spirits have taught me. Tell me that I may sponge out the writing on this stone. <laughs> oh, spirit, please speak to me. <laughs> yep. Even though he's against all Muppets. Yep. And fine. that's how he played it. He, there was no winking to the camera. There was no tongue-in-cheek. There was no nothing. He was serious as crap. He was hard edge, <laughs> And then he was happy at the end. Yeah. And I think I think anybody who was related to Scrooge were people, too. I think it wasn't his... Yeah. Wasn't so Fred. His nephew, and, yeah, his nephew was a person. And his sister yep. were people. But everybody else, you know, he's, you know, and, and young Scrooge was a person. And he's going to Sam the Eagle. Who says it's the, <laughs> it's you know, the American way. <laughs> it's the British way. The British way. <laughs> yeah, and one of my favorite lines in the whole thing, well, there's two, and it's from and, uh, Gonzo, is I'm Charles Dickens, and I am here to tell the story. And Rizzo's like, yeah. And I am here for the food. Yeah. <laughs> I use that a lot. And there's the part where Rizzo wouldn't jump over that he was on the, the they were on the fence or the yeah, gate at the at the house and he was so over. scared to jump over mm-hmm. and then it's like oh and then my he's like beans. oh I forgot my jelly beans and he went back and <laughs> went through the bars grabbed the jelly beans came back and he realized he could have just done that instead yeah. of going through this whole thing with heights and then Gonzo goes you can fit through those bars <laughs> yeah so. One of the reasons why I, the Muppet Christmas Carol ends up on the top of my list for a lot of stuff is a I love Muppets. I, that's no secret. I'm, I'm I've always wanted to be in, work in in ministry except for that brief period of time in 1979 when I wanted to be Kermit the Frog. Right? Um, Did no. you say 1979? Yeah, I know <laughs> <laughs> because that's when the Muppet movie came out. Um, but 
Uh, one of the great things is almost everything that Gonzo says when he is being Charles Dickens, like when he's like not doing the side stuff that he does with Rizzo, almost everything that he says is verbatim from the book. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nose yeah, to the they grindstone. Had, right. Except for they, they had to change a couple of things because they had um, uh, Marley was, was two people rather than one. Jacob Marley was Jacob and Robert Marley. I never so, liked that. Yeah, well, you, they had to do the gra- the. Um, you the could have used them as different cut characters, I guess, but it, it I don't know. It, it worked. I had a friend who she was like, I didn't know until I was X years old, you know, until my twenties, to find out that there was really only one Jacob Marley. Yeah, because I only watched them up at Christmas Carol. Marley and, and then, Marley. And then I'm like, oh my god, I'm so old because it's like I've seen ten versions of Christmas Carol before I saw oh, that yeah. version. So, yeah, yeah. I thought that, that was so, cool. Well, I, the I Marleys like that because, were dead. Yeah, the Marleys were dead to begin with. I'm like, ah, oh, that's such a great line. Um, but uh, that was that was good. Um, I like that because it's it's clearly made for kids. But then they made it so that way the kids would know, hey, there's a book and you should probably read it. <laughs> yes. So let me see. Another one I know is there was a TV. Well, it was more like a TV special because I think it was only an hour long. And um, it was a Robert Keone who's um, Benson. Well, he's uh, Rafiki's voice from oh, Lion nice. King. They did a version where it was, let's say, an African-American centric version of Scrooge where he was the Ebenezer Scrooge character and stuff, and he hated Christmas and stuff. And I remember that came out like 87 or something like that. And I thought that was kind of cool when I was a kid. And my grandma had it on VHS, where when I had to list it, I never... It's called Robert... Or John Grin's Christmas or something. And and when I wrote it, what was funny is when I was a kid and I was trying to organize the tapes, and I never bothered to like look at the title. I just wrote Black Scrooge. so there's that okay so those are all the people other people being christmas carols oh well the the black scrooge is not it's uh more of an interpretation so now one of my other favorite favorite is christmas movies i probably got three with it's a wonderful life but one of them is scrooge which Don't is worry. a 1970 movie. No, no, that's Scrooge. I'm talking oh, about that. Oh, that's what next. I thought you said. So, sorry, Scrooge, <laughs> which is a 1970 movie because in 1968, Oliver, exclamation point, came out and it was a musical version of the Oliver Twist. Yeah. And it won Best Picture and all that stuff. So in 1970, they said, let's do it again and use the Christmas Carol. We're going to call it Scrooge. It's wonderful. I've never tasted anything like it. Of course you haven't. What is it? The milk of human kindness. And we're going to have Albert Feeney as Scrooge. And he plays an old man. And I didn't realize on how young he was at the time, but he did such a great job. It's all British actors. And the musical, the, it's a musical. And Ooh. all the songs are great. The score is great. Um, it's it's one of my favorites. You know, I, if you haven't seen it, you should I see it. I have not seen it. I bought it on... Uh, start scamming, uh, seeing if it's on Prime or something. But I bought it on Blu-ray. It's Watch actually. on Prime. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
now it's watch on Prime. I bought it on Blu-ray last year because I wanted to watch it so badly, and then I didn't watch it, so it's it's sitting there wrapped in my freaking, you know, um, TV case or something. I don't know. So that is such a good movie. Uh, Alec Guinness plays Jacob Marley. Um, guy, who else is in it that you might know? That might be it. But you know the, the musical numbers are great. It's a, it's a you know some parts are you know divert from the movie a little bit. There's a scene in hell. It's awesome. Oh so, wow! Yeah. And there's a part where Jacob Marley grabs Scrooge and they jump through a window and they fly and there's all these ghostly things out there and there's one that like goes right up into the camera and it scared the crap out of me as a kid. So <laughs> now there's um. Uh, other and then there's an other real versions of Scrooge. Um, there's a George C. Scott made for TV movie from '84 or so, and that's probably the best um, um, adaption of the book there is, and um, and it's it's pretty good. Um, uh, David Warner plays. Uh, what's it called? Bob Cratchit? 18 minutes past the hour, sir. 18 and a half minutes past the hour. What do you mean, coming here at this time of day? I'm sorry, sir. I am behind my time. And, um, crap, what's her name? Suzanne York plays Emily Cratchit, and Suzanne York is Christopher Reeve's Superman's mom, Laura. So it's, you know, the David Warner who's been, God, I don't know how many characters and stuff you know and and superman's mom where you know the cratchit so i always love that so <laughs> um so that's that um there's also the alistair sims version from 1951 and i think there's a 1938 right. version and stuff um those are the ones that they'll they'll put on tv movies and stuff so but back to bill murray scrooged scrooge 1987 Apparently this 80-year-old grandmother was watching your Scrooge promo last night and she just, she just keeled over. It scared her to death. This is terrific! I knew that had worked! You can't buy publicity like this! Gah! That movie is great. It is so funny. I probably quote it a hundred times a day. Well, at least in the Christmas season. And um, it's so good. Yeah, 1988, sorry. And it's. I still have yet to see it. I haven't seen it. Oh my God. I know, I'm a terrible person. Okay, now you have to watch Scrooge and Scrooged. Those are my two favoritists. And he, he um, Bill Murray is Frank Cross. He's a television executive who is very mean and stuff. And then his old boss who's played by John Forsythe, he comes and um, and he tells him, you know, he's the Jacob Marley character. And then there's, um, what's it called? Jake Johansson, who's also a Boatster Poindexter. And uh, he's the Ghost of Christmas Past. Brian Doyle Murray, his brother, plays his dad in the past. Um, his brother, John Murray, plays his brother, who's supposed to be the Fred character. Fred, yeah, and John Murray was in, like, the movie Moving Violations, and that's it. I think it's John Murray. That must seem stupid if I'm wrong. And then um, and then there's his other brother, Joel Murray, who does a lot of voice acting and stuff, and he used to be a, 
in a in a bunch of other uh, TV shows and stuff. He's actually in in it too as a side character, and you know, and Carol Kane's in it, and what's it called? John Glover's in it. I love John Glover. Oh, back to John Glover who played Clamp in Gremlins Two. Gremlins is another oh, Christmas movie. Oh, that's true. That is true. Gremlins. That was a great one. Yep, and one thing I will always remember is I think the first time I ever heard the song Do You Hear What I Hear by Bean Crosby was the time in Gremlins when the mom kills, like, four of the 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 Gremlins, you know? You know, when the she put one in a mixer or something and one in the yeah. microwave and it blew up. I saw that with my godfather. I don't know where my parents were. But <laughs> I saw it at my godfather Mark Durbin's house. I feel like that was the 90s. I don't know where my parents are. <laughs> okay, real quick, this was the 80s, but yes. Um, and even, like, Mel, my dad's best friend, was there, too. So, like, this is, like, two of the four guys who usually hung out. And I don't remember my dad being there. But, like, we watched Gremlins, and I was partly scared, but partly thought it was cool. And, you know, I love Gizmo and all that. Yeah. And, yeah, but that was that was very Christmassy, you know, in the snow and... Yeah, so that's another uh, one where you can put with your uh, not for kids, but kind of for kids. And then I think the idea is Gremlins too. They said, "Hey, you know how Gremlins was pretty scary, but then there was parts that were like ridiculous, tongue in cheek, funny. Let's just do that do a that lot. Yeah. And that's Let's Gremlins that too. <laughs> so yeah, so Scrooged is one of my favorites." He's, oh, and Karen Allen's in it. Oh, my favorite Karen Allen. <clears throat> Who's Ma- Marion from uh, Ra- Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, man. Her, she's in that. She's in, okay, she's in Scrooge. She's in Raiders of the Lost Ark. She's in Sandlot. And she's in Animal House. All four of those movies I love. And I love her, too. Don't let, don't let Lisa hear that. Okay. <laughs> Good thing they don't listen. Yeah, I know. Good thing our wives don't listen. So that's my my uh, my Christmas Carol set. Um, let me see here. Uh, uh, other cool movies. Let's say I wrote, um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is great. Yeah. Yep. For um, um, you know, Reno Harris so hot, but uh, <laughs> and you know, it's such a good movie. It's so good. And then the remake, it's pretty good. You know, my sister likes the remake more, but, you know, um, what else, too? My sister also said some movies to mention. Of course, White Christmas. White Christmas is a great yeah. Christmas music movie. And you know what? I think White Christmas is very overrated, but I still think it's awesome. So it's one of those yeah, things so where, movie. like, I like the Beatles, right? I love the Beatles. I think they're probably one of the best bands ever. And I still think they're horribly overrated. So I don't know how that works. <laughs> where you think someone's overrated and still think they're the best band. So, yeah, but, yeah. but that's yeah. how I, I would put White Christmas is something like that. Because it's like a great Christmas movie, but it's kind of overrated. Because everybody's like, it's so good. And I'm like, I don't know. But it's really good. Um, good. What else? Uh, Christmas Story we talked about. Um... Oh, Babes in Toyland is another movie that I wanted to mention. There's yes. the March of the Wooden Soldiers starring Laurel and Hardy, which is a pretty good film. And then there's the 60s, um, or was it late 50s, um, uh, Disney film starring Netflix and Cello. 
and also um, the two side characters from Zorro and Ray Bolger, who's the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz, and that movie's good. Oh, also Ed Wynn's in it, and and the Shaggy Dog. I forgot that kid's name, and um, all those dudes are in it, and that's where the Wooden Soldier, or they have their own soldiers who march in it. And, like, every Disneyland Christmas parade had those soldiers in it. So, that's where that's from. And then there was an 80s version of it with, like, Pat Morita and Drew Barrymore and Keanu Reeves pre-Bill Oh, that's pretty funny. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess there was another one in the late 90s or something, but I never saw that. But that 80s one, I never saw it, but everybody else saw it when I was growing up. I, I never saw it. So Whenever Disney Plus that. came out, I made uh, um, I made GV sit down and watch Babes in Toyland. Oh, <laughs> I, I love there. I love Henry Cavill and whoever plays Bernardo. Well, the, his his Barnaby's two goons yeah. were in the Zorro show, so that's why I was like, oh wow, they're the guys from Zorro when I was a kid. So I want to write that. Um, another cool Christmas movie is uh, Nightmare Before Christmas which is more of a Christmas movie than a Halloween movie, but I always thought you should watch it at Thanksgiving because it's between the two. <laughs> um, there you yeah. go. We did that for our, um, for our youth group movie night. We did uh, um, A Nightmare Before Christmas, which was early early Christmas time. I mean, it was the first, what was it? The um, I think it was the first youth group in December or so, or maybe, or maybe it was, no, we did it for Halloween. We watched it for Halloween. We watched that in October. Oh okay, yeah. So we that was the because uh, that was the that was the voted movie, and I was like, that's really funny because it's always the pull between is this a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? We should have watched it at Thanksgiving. See, <laughs> all right. I want to pause real quick, but I still have more stuff. Okay, go. But I want to pee and I want to get okay. another drink. Okay, I'm go. sorry. I don't want to keep <laughs> you up all night. So, when we were talking about Muppets yes. before, and when we were off mic, uh, we were talking singing Muppet songs, um, <laughs> I wanted to do Muppet Christmas specials. So, um, one, um, the earliest one I can remember they had was they had Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Have you ever seen this? No, I have not seen that. Okay, you need to see this. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. But Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas is a story about... It's kind of the um, Gift of the Magi kind of story. Ooh, yeah. We didn't have and any one it's those. Emmett and his mom, and the, Emmett is trying to win a contest. Uh, I don't know about any contest. Golly, it's a talent contest at the town hall on Christmas Eve. No kidding. And first prize is fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. There's a band. There's a music contest, and he has to put a hole in the wash tub to make a wash tub bass. And him and all of his buddies are gonna do a song called Barbecue. And then the band that's the antagonist are the River Bottom Nightmare Band, and it's pretty that's awesome. So funny. Yeah, and that's where they have the song um, Where the River Meets the Sea. And I don't know if they have... It's in every one of us is in that or not, but... Nightmare Band. Riverbottom Nightmare Band. And um, 
So it's a great story about Emmett Otter and his, you know, jug band, and they live on the river and they do their thing. That's so it's kind of cool. You should see this it. Exactly. I remember I seeing it in the eighties. I don't know if you like the Muppets I do like the Muppets. because apparently you are a poser Muppet lover. Apparently. But, so there's that, and uh, so that's a great one. Jerry Nelson does uh, um, Emmett Otter, so it's just pretty much his uh, uh, Robin voice. And then, um, uh, a, I think 1978 or so, they have the John Denver Christmas special. Yes. With if you've ever ha- do you have the John Denver cr- Muppet Christmas, Christmas album? Yeah, the Christmas album. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Which is the best uh, Twelve Days of Christmas yeah. song <laughs> version? Is all the Muppets. That's where you have it's in every one of us. Um, the the TV special was okay, um, but you know they had that, so there was that one. And then let's get into the eighties and um, the same year they had American to- the American uh, uh, Fievel. Uh, what is it? The American, American Tale. Tale came out. Yeah. <clears throat> My cousin Shelley, who's you know quite a few years older than us. She took me, my sister, and like some kids she was watching. We went to see American Tale. And then when we got home, I think it was 1986 maybe. When we got home, well, it wasn't really. Whatever house that the other kids lived at that she was watching. We got home in the evening and then like at 8 o'clock or whatever, they had a television special where Kermit the Frog came out and he says, Hey, here's this Christmas television special. Now I'm going to show it to you. And it was called The Christmas Toy. Have you heard of this? Christmas Toy. Was that on, um, maybe, I don't know. Hold on. Keep keep talking. Okay. So, The Christmas Toy is pretty much Toy Story before Toy Story. So, <laughs> you have toys that are alive, and when people show up, they have to be oh, still. Yeah. And you have one toy who's the favoritest toy. His name is Rugby. Oh, and he's a yes. tiger. Yeah, the tiger. And he's voiced by, um, crap, David, uh, whoever plays Gonzo, uh, and and him, and then he, and then the idea is. is it's Christmas Day. Goals. Huh? Goals. Um, Goals. Yeah. Um, he, and then it's Christmas coming up, so they find out that there's a new toy, which is a space toy. It's a girl named Meteora. Yep. Calling Meteora a liar? No, I'm calling you a toy! And she is um, the brand new cool space toy, just like Buzz Lightyear. And Rugby, just like Woody. And, and um, you know, he's worried about being replaced by Meteora. So his whole point is to kick her out of the box. Him getting in the box, get wrapped up, and then, she, then the daughter will open up him for Christmas and he'd be her favorite again. But not realizing that how that wouldn't work. Yeah, that doesn't work. And then there's little Mew, who's the cat toy, and all that stuff. And then there's another character, Apple, who's very Cabbage Patch-like. And she has to convince, tell Rugby that, guess what? I was the favorite toy the year before, before you came along. Before you came. Yeah, it's a really good movie. You know, it's it's an hour-long special or whatever. But it's, it's a real good show, and, you know, but... In a sense, if you watch it and then think of Toy Story, you're going to be like, wow. Wait a second. But it's... <laughs> yeah. So I think it's 1986. So Christmas Toy, that's... that's 
That's good stuff. And um, now another, this would be my one of my favorite Christmas things ever is a television special called The Muppet, A Muppet Family Christmas. Yeah, I knew you were going to bring that one up. Have you seen this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. This is the best. This is uh, Kermit, Fozzie, and all the gang are going to Fozzie's mom's house out on the farm for a nice, quiet Christmas. This was a thing. Everybody did family Christmas specials back in the day. You remember? Like, they did that. Even Star Wars had the, the Wookiee Christmas thingy. Yeah, the Star Wars holiday special. I have it written down for the holiday oh, specials, but yeah. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> this was a thing, like this this family Christmas special thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I'm totally not pointing out like all the Andy Williams and right, uh, right. Um, what's it called, Bob Hope or or um, the Osmond Christmas specials because a lot of those guys had like variety shows where they sing some songs and have other famous stars show up. I'm not even pointing all those out, so. But this is the best one. Yeah, uh, this is the best Muppet one because they all go and it's hilarious. And then you find out that she was gonna go. Ma Bear was gonna go to uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, she was gonna go to Malibu to get surfing lessons. But everybody shows up, so she cancels her thing. And then Doc and Sprocket from Fraggle Rock were gonna oh, rent her house while she was gone. It was like Airbnb before there was Airbnb. So. She, they were going to rent the house, but now everybody else is there, too. And she's like, hey, we were supposed to have a nice, quiet Christmas. And she's like, yeah, well, sorry. I just spent $200 on surfing lessons I don't get to use now. So, you know, sorry, buddy. And then what happens is, hark, I hear it, carolers, and it's all the Sesame Street gang. Yeah. And they're singing songs, and then they're hanging out. And then there's a great musical number with Fozzie Bear and a snowman. And then they wanted to do this comedy act, and they came in to do the comedy act. And then... Um, their first joke falls flat and who's heckling them? Waldorf and Statler because apparently they're friends with Ma Bear and <laughs> and so you got the Sesame Street guys and them and then they do this great um, uh, uh, Night Before Christmas tribute song or tribute play with Bert and Ernie and Grover and, yeah, and the two-headed that. monster is Santa Claus and then uh, Robin finds this hole in the wall and he's like, what's this? And they go through the hole, him and Kermit, and they find the fraggles. And then they talk about Christmas there. And and you're doing all this stuff and you're like, oh, this is so cool. And then there's a turkey. Yeah, and a, chef. A, a big turkey who was invited by the Swedish yeah. chef to be the meal. <laughs> and then he tricks the Swedish chef into trying to eat Big Bird. Mm. And then Big Bird got him some chocolate-covered birdseed because he feels bad that he's away from his family in Sweden. And then he felt bad for trying to, you know, serve. I just want to hear about the whole meal here. Oh, uh, but first, I want to give this little present to you. It's, it's chocolate-covered birdseed. I made it myself. I wanted to give it to you because, well, I know that you're from Sweden. And it must be hard for you because... You're away from your family and loved ones during the holidays. Serve Big Bird as a meal, so Sweet Chef is there, so they figured out whatever. Um, shredded wheat and cranberry sauce or something. And then the last ten minutes is literally... And I'd love to see the way the set looked. There's literally like 50 puppet characters all sitting there singing Christmas songs. Oh, I forgot the whole thing about Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy was doing a photo shoot, so she was late to the show to show, to come up. Then she got stuck in the snow, and they had to go <laughs> save her. Oh, my goodness. 
Oh, and Ralph comes late. Oh, and he plays out of two pianos. And so then they all sit there and they sing Christmas songs for like 10 minutes of just straight Christmas songs. But there's so many of them. So there has to be so many puppeteers yeah. sitting there with their hands up on this, this set that they're, you know, yeah, 10 feet under. And, and of course, there's only five people doing all the voices, but still it's great. And then it ends with with uh, Jim Henson going... Well, they certainly seem to be having a good time out there, Sprocket. Yeah, I like it when they have a good time. But I tell you what, somebody's got to do something about these dishes, Sprocket. Come on. I'll wash and you dry, okay? And then you're like, oh, that's great. And then Jim Henson, like, dies, like, two years later, and you're like, oh! And it's, like, so sad. Okay, but that is so good. So, that's the best Christmas for the Muppets, because most people talk about... The Muppets Christmas Carol, but Muppets Family Christmas is the best. That's good stuff, because everybody's then, in it. And I uh, yeah, everybody. Yeah. You got Fraggles and Sesame Street and all that stuff. And now that's a pain in the butt to do, because Sesame Street and Muppets and all that are owned by different people now. So, um, all that. And then I think in 2002, they had a TV movie called uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Muppet Movie or whatever. Where it was supposed to be like a parody of It's a Wonderful Life. Life, and I think Joan Cusack's like a bad guy in it or something, and trying to buy the Muppet Theater. It's a very Muppet move, Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a very Muppet Christmas movie. And then the whole point of it is if if Kermit was never alive, just like It's a Wonderful Life, um, I saw that it came out in 2002. I think I saw it about 2009, and I was like, oh, it was all right. Yeah. So that one was pretty cool, I guess. And then there was Letters to Santa that came out a couple years after that. And that was a fun one, too. But, of course, it's still not as good. But those were all the... So that's my list of Muppet Christmas uh, things. <clears throat> so, um, not to be confused with the Muppet Christmas album, which is awesome. And then they had another Christmas set of Christmas songs, for them, which wasn't as good. So, um, let me see. Did I already went over movies? Oh, other Christmas movies I wanted to point out. There was Santa Claus the Movie, mm -hmm. which came out in, like, 1986. And that movie um, was done by the Salkines, the guys who, who did the produced uh, the Superman movies. And it had Dougley Moore and John Lithgow in it. Have you ever heard of this? I'm trying to think. I don't, this doesn't sound familiar anymore. Hold on. 1985, Santa Claus the Movie. Oh, it was 85? Sorry, I was yeah. a year off again. Let's see. And John Lithgow was BZ, and he made BZ toys, and his assistant was the deputy from Jaws, who liked the color puce, and what's his name? No, I don't think I've seen this. Dougley Moore was like the head elf, and he had the... The what's it Patch. called? The... Uh, Patch, yes, Patch and he had a, maybe he wasn't the head elf, but he had the, the, the sprinkles and stuff to make reindeer fly, and then they put them into candy canes and lollipops so kids can fly, and they were selling Christmas stuff, and and the BZ guy, John Lithgow's character, said, well, we're going to do it again in, like, January or whatever, and it's a big uh, uh, pr promotional thing, and he called it Christmas too. <laughs> yeah, so that's, my dad used to say that all the time, Christmas too. That's funny. The people don't want to wait a whole year, they're dying for a sequel! A sequel? That's it. We'll bring it out on March 25th, and we'll call it... 
Christmas too. Well, Robert's joining us for this part. Hey, Robert, how's it going? Hi, Robert. Hey, Robert. <laughs> I love you. Here, I'm gonna talk about Christmas movies so you can be there. So, there's another movie called um, uh, One Magic Christmas, and this movie stars uh, Mary Steenburgen and um, Harry Dean Stanton as like it looks like a homeless guy or something, but he's really an angel. Magic Christmas, here it is, and um, 1985, same year. Yeah, same year. Wow, I watched a lot of Christmas movies. So in 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 this movie, you know, Mary Steenburgen's character like doesn't believe in Santa Claus and stuff, and. And then, of course, Santa comes at the end, and I think the dad in it, like, he gets shot, you know, during a robbery at the grocery store, and, you know, with Christmas magic, he's alive at the end or something. But here's the thing that I remember forever, because I was, like, six when this came out or something. This is when I realized that I can cry from emotions or something, <laughs> opposed from... From because pain. Because after the movie... Huh? Other than from yeah, pain. Yeah, other than pain. <laughs> Because after this movie came out, I cried so hard from whatever, and I'm like sniffing, and I could feel it in my throat in the in, uh, in the theater. Sniffing. I got you. I got you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Here, I have to still talk about. It. I got 25 more Christmas things to tell David. <laughs> I'm not gonna make 25 Christmas things, Neil. <laughs> All right. No, I'm gonna have to do it fast. <laughs> okay. So one magic Christmas, I cried like crazy. And I don't know why, and I couldn't understand why I was crying until later I realized that's what emotions are when you watch <laughs> movies. Which Lisa picks on me all the time because, like, I watch Hall- uh, Hallmark films and stuff. Oh. Or whatever. <laughs> like, no, not even Hallmark movies, but I'm, like, Hallmark commercials. Uh-huh. And, like, I cry for the commercial. That's so funny. You know? So, like, Lisa cries for real things. Like, when her parents go home and stuff or whatever. Like, I cry, like, for stupid things on TV. Or your Rams but, hat. <laughs> oh, that Rams hat. Don't even talk about that. <laughs> so speaking of that, another one I cry at. Okay, in, this, in the 60s, the original Twilight Zone, there's one episode that's from the second season, which they filmed on tape instead of film. Ugh, I hate it. This would be so great if it was filmed on film. <clears throat> and it's called Night of the Meek. I suggest you find it because I think Twilight Zone's on Netflix or something. And it's a story about Art Carney as a mall Santa, and he's a drunk. He's a drunk. But he just wanted to help people out, and he drinks because he sees on how terrible life is in, like, the poor neighborhoods or something. He's a mall Santa, and he can't do anything, and he gets fired. And then what he finds is this one bag full of cans and trash, and then he kicks it over, and then it's full of presents. And it's every present you want. So if you say, hey, what do you want for Christmas, David? And you're like, yeah, I want a new sweater. And he pulls out a sweater. Mm. Hey, what do you want? Oh, I want, you know, a dolly. Here you go, little girl. There's a dolly. And he played Santa for a day, and he felt so great about it. Although if I had my choice of any gift, any gift at all, I think I'd wish I could do this every year. That'd be some gift, wouldn't it, Bert? And at the very end, he becomes Santa Claus. It's so cool. And there's a whole thing where he gets fired from the you know department store and the, the bar kicks him out or whatever. But you need to watch that episode. It's really good. So, real quick, I'll do a run-through of classic Christmas specials on TV. 
So you got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Awesome. Yeah. We watched it yesterday with Robert. I was going to say, we didn't awesome. ma- mention awesome. the Rankin-Bass in uh, in our in our top. Yeah, here, here's the Rankin-Bass section. So also, one of the best soundtracks. I think all the songs are great. I don't think there's one bad song on Rudolph. Yeah. So Charlie Brown Christmas, great. Everybody yeah. knows that. The Grinch, we talked about it earlier. Frosty, love Frosty. Who doesn't love Frosty? Santa Claus is coming to town with Fred Astaire and Chris Kringle and the, the, what's it called? Um, Mickey Rooney. Yeah, Santa Claus is coming to town. Great, great one, too. Good songs, too. Then there's a sequel called The Year Without Santa Claus. I know there's people who love it. It's not that good. And what's funny is, like, Miss Jessica, the teacher, who's, like, the hot redhead, and then she all of a sudden becomes, like, an old fat lady is Mrs. Claus. And then you feel bad. Like, what happened to you? Just because you married Santa Claus, you had to turn into typical Santa Claus? Yep. Well, whatever. Well, <laughs> she's, like, the star. And it's, like, Shelly Winters or whoever is 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 her voice in Year with a Santa Claus, which the story's kind of weird and everything. But everybody forgets that because Heat Miser and Cold Miser have an awesome yeah, song. Yeah, they do. He's Mr. Green Christmas Yeah, they sure do. That's a great song. Yeah, those are great. So their their versions of the two same song or whatever, that's good. But you're with the Santa Claus, okay? So then there's also the night before Christmas with the mice who build a clock and stuff. That one's good. Um, then here's one you'd like. There's one called Small One. Have you heard of this? Yeah, with the donkey. The donkey, yep. the donkey that the boy is trying to sell, yep. and he finds That's out it's the guy one. who's going to use his hide. Yeah. You've seen that? I, that yeah. That's such a good one. That's on Disney Plus right now. Oh, it is? It sure okay, is. we got to watch that. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen this in like 30 years. I haven't seen but it yeah. And then the, t- the twist ending, I don't know if we want to tell people. With the being on Disney Okay, spoilers. Plus. The donkey is the donkey the that Mary rides. takes yeah. to Bethlehem. Yeah. Oh, wow. So awesome. Okay, so apparently that came out. It was another movie that, well, another short before movie. It was on the re-release of Pinocchio in like 76 or 77. So... Um, oh, probably 76. Then I wrote down the Star Wars holiday special with Life Day, <laughs> which if you haven't seen it, you can find it on YouTube. You sure can. But you got to get through a lot of like 70s crap. And I love Harvey Corman, but all his stuff is terrible. And I love Art Carney and all his stuff is terrible. B. Arthur's song is cool in the cantina that's poorly lit. So the costumes don't look like the same alien costumes from Star Wars. They look cheap. And... You know, whatever, but then you got a coked out Carrie Fisher. I was say he coked and, then, out. <laughs> she's super, and then Mark Hamill looks like a girl in it, the lighting. The animated part is really good, except for Han Solo's face. And then you see Bubba Fett in it, and what's funny is Bubba Fett's gun that he has in it is the one the Mandalorian has. So when I saw the first episode oh, of the Mandalorian and there's a monster that's biting the ship and he hits it with his gun and I'm like that's the gun from the cartoon <laughs> so that's funny I have to so go back that. and look at that that's hilarious 
Yeah, so there's that. And then there's a song at the end that Carrie Fisher sings that most people yeah. give give her crap about, but I think she actually does a pretty good job. So forget about that. So um, And then there's, of course, Jefferson Starship and uh, and what's her name? Dinah, Dinah, not Donna Summers or Dinah Shore, whatever. But, all right, so let's skip there. Then there's the Looney Tune Christmas special, which they also do a uh, uh, um, uh, Christmas Carol version. And that one we used to watch as kids all the time. And there's scenes of that in Lethal Weapon, also done by Warner Brothers. That's funny. That makes so, sense. And there's the part where, where Riggs is going to put the gun in his mouth and, and you know, end it. Well, what's funny is it's the contrast of him being so depressed that he's committing, uh, attempting, or contemplating suicide and the funny laughs of Bugs Bunny singing Merry Christmas so he's watching Bugs Bunny while doing yeah, that so it's a, it's a tough intense scene okay I'll put you on that knee yeah. <clears throat> alright that way you're closer to the microphone and make things harder on me alright so that one was always good and then there's the life, the life adventures of Santa Claus I was wondering if you are going to bring that one up <laughs> the most pagan Santa Claus story ever Oh, but it's so good. It's good. Yeah, I love it. As a guy. Kid. <laughs> and they got those those monster dudes who are stopping him from bringing toys. Yeah, yeah. And the main monster guy is uh, uh, Cliff Huxtable's dad's voice, who did Panthro from Thundercats. <laughs> Behold, they fight with tree branches. I will overwhelm them with our evil powers. And. It was, yeah, it, you know, and they had that big, uh... Can, 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 um, right here, nice, you move it. No, you're not moving anything. Okay, sorry. So, and, and like you said, there's like the, the, the Gandalf-looking dude. Yeah. He had the antlers and everything. Yeah. And this is like 1985 or something. My grandmother recorded this show, so I watched it as a kid. And it's one of the last Rankin Bass things. Yep. I think they did one more thing. Before they like went under. I, you're not gonna slip. I'm holding you. Also, I wanted to talk about a movie called The Night They Saved Christmas, with like Art Carney as Santa Claus, and honestly, I don't remember how it went. It's something with uh, they were like bombing or diamond mining for something in the Arctic, and that was gonna screw up uh, the North Pole. It was a TV movie, and my grandma recorded it. I thought it was cool. Then my mom, of course, bought it on VHS because she had, like, everything Christmas on VHS. All right. So, now to end it, <laughs> I got a list of animated Christmas specials from the 80s that I really loved, <laughs> starting with Yogi's First Christmas. Oh. This one I watched, like, every year for, you know, a string of years where they live, they're hanging out, all the Hanna-Barbera gang are hanging out at a ski resort, and there's a guy, Snively, who's like the little kid, he's a punk, and he hangs out with some weird prospector dude, and they're trying to ruin Christmas, and the the other thing, too, is like, all the guys are like skiing and doing stuff, but Yogi's supposed to be hibernating, so he's always falling asleep and stuff, but I always thought that was cool. And then there's the Christmas, uh, the Chipmunks Christmas. Yeah. If you never saw it, if there's the Chipmunks Chris the TV show that started in like '83 or something, before that happened, the same people who did it, all the same voices and the animators and stuff, they did the Chipmunks Christmas where, um, you know, they they do a lot of the Christmas songs that the Chipmunks did before, and 
they also had a what's it called this poor sick kid Timmy or Tommy or something his harmonica he or wanted, something was it that yeah he wanted the harmonica so Alvin gave him That's his harmonica and he was trying to get the raise money so he can buy a real harmonica to like replace the one he gave the kid right. he wanted that gold one yeah, that's a good one, that's, too. That's a good and then, story. you know, when Dave found out he wanted to get a Christmas present for himself, he was all mad yeah. or something, you know. But, yeah, I watched that a bunch, and that was, like, a big deal. Some of these things, they would play multiple times, I think, in the 80s. You know, so that, like, came out in, like, 1981. I know I didn't see it in 81. I, but I, pro- I, I definitely did watch it in every day. You, yeah, thanks. Robert, every, Robert saw everything when he was little. Oh, okay. But... You know, these are the things I used to remember growing up at Christmas time, like at eight o'clock or something, turning on one of the three major networks, and there'd always be like a Christmas special or something, and how cool it was. And if you're watching one channel, you might be missing whatever's on the other channel. Right. And, and you know, I always want to see that. The other one is uh, He Man and She-Ra had a Christmas oh, special. Oh, I didn't know that one. <laughs> yes. And this is also where Hordak is really the bad guy because, like, Skeletor, like, helps some kids out. Then he does the nice thing that day. And it's like, whoa, Skeletor did something nice. He was such a good guy because he felt the Christmas spirit or something. That was a big deal when I was a kid. Another special I loved was Garfield's Christmas. Oh, that one I don't know. know. Oh, yeah. And that one's cool. Uh, John and Garfield go to John's parents' house and they live on the farm and his brother Doc Boy and his grandma Daddy, what? When you're done I can turn it off. Yes, you can turn it off when I'm done, but I'm almost done. <laughs> um so what's it called? His grandma, who's voiced by Pat Carroll, who did uh Ursula from Little Mermaid and, you know, was one of the stepsisters in Leslie Ann Warren uh, Christmas uh, Cinderella. She's the grandma, and my sister and I used to love this Christmas special. And and the grandma looked like our Aunt Anna, my mom's mom, my grandmother's aunt. And she'd always be like, you think I look like Garfield's grandma? What's that Garfield's grandma? It's John's grandma. <laughs> you know, you'd have to tell her that. And so that's a good one. There was a thing called Claymation Christmas, and it's, and it's all done in Claymation. And... And the, the headliners were the California Raisins. Because if you remember, the California Raisins had commercials where they had claymation raisins. Yeah, I remember those. And they'd sing, heard it for the grapevine. Same people did this thing where they had two, uh, there's two dinosaurs introducing multiple Christmas carols done with claymation. And they're Rex and Herb. And, you know, it's a Styracosaurus and a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And there's a part where. Herb eats uh, waffles and he orders one with extra butter. And because he said extra butter, my dad would say it, my sister would say it, and every time I do anything and I put butter on something, I go, extra butter. So now, you know. Uh, Herb? Oh, it tastes like waffles. And I want one with extra butter. Lisa probably still doesn't know where I'm doing it from. I'm going to show you that someday, Robert. Then there's another one called Christmas with the Raccoon, or Christmas Raccoons. There was a TV show called The Raccoons from the 80s. There's like a... So Christmas with the Raccoons, there was a show with the raccoons, and they there's the bad guy, and he's a weird elephant, kind of nosed pink monster dude. And he has like three little pigs who are his assistants. 
And they had a Christmas special that came out like 1981 or something. But it played every year, and that Christmas one is great. I have to find it. I I found it on on YouTube, so i got to watch it. But I remember it being so cool, so I'm like, you got to watch that one. So one of the last Christmas specials I wanted to mention, like Alvin and the Chipmunks that launched the series after it, and the Raccoons, was Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. The very first Simpsons episode came out at Christmas time of 1989, where um, Homer was a mall Santa, loses all his money, goes to the dog track, loses all his money, Barney wins his money, and they come home with Santa's little helper. I have a confession to make. That should be good. I didn't get my Christmas bonus. I tried not to let it ruin Christmas for everybody. But no matter what I did... Hey, everybody! Look what we got! (laughs) A dog! All right, Dad! God bless him. So love at first sight is possible. And if he runs away, he'll be easy to catch. Oh, this is the best gift of all, Homer. It is? Yes. Something to share our love and frighten prowlers. What's his name? Number eight. I mean, Santa's little helper. That's classic. That's a good one. And that's the first Simpsons, first, you know, full thing. And I remember telling my dad, we got to watch this Simpsons show. And he's like, what are you talking about? You know those guys from Tracy Ullman? And he's like, oh, yeah, let's watch that. And my mom's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, you came home. Robert inserts himself to every story I have. <laughs> <laughs> on how he was there. So, yeah, so we did it, and then we all watched it as a family, and we watched The Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire, and then shortly after that, we'd watch every episode of The Simpsons, you yeah. know, and on Sunday nights or whatever. So it was a big deal back when that came out. So Okay, so um, I don't know what else you want to talk about, but those were all a bunch of things that I thought I'd, I'd bring up. Um, oh, the one thing, too, I wanted to put is there's a Christmas episode... Oh, Batman the Animated Series. Actually, it was the second one when it was the new Batman Adventures. And they had, like, three Batman things. And one of them was a New Year's one where Joker was going to, like, gas the town. Except, you know, when the bell dropped, not the ball drops and stuff. And Batman, you know, takes him out. And then what was really great was he meets up with Commissioner Gordon and they get coffee every New Year's. And you're like, oh, they do this every year. It's so kind of sweet. And so those are a bunch of Christmas stuff I thought I'd mention. Um, there's plenty of others that didn't. Right. Yeah, I think uh, Bishop's wife, Cary Grant, is great. Um, that's another classic. Yep. The original um, 34th Street, like I said, White Christmas. I don't know what else, but... I remember one that's, like, super obscure that I don't think anybody has ever watched or or anything like that was um, uh, The Trolls and the Christmas Express. Do you remember this? Did you ever watch this as a kid? No. The only reason why I remember it is um, it wasn't even that great of a special, uh, but there was a train that brought all the presents um, from the North Pole out versus the sleigh or whatever. But these trolls were stopping it. They were mad at Christmas, and they hated Christmas because trolls weren't included in Christmas. And then the elves convinced them it was because Deck the Halls says, and troll the ancient Yuletide carol. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're part of the song. And then so they sing the song, and, it was, and I was like, huh, 
there you go. So that's what this is all about. And I'm like, wait a second. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. What is it called? Trolls, Trolls and the Christmas Express. Yeah, you got me on that one. Trolls and the Christmas Express. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember this one. Yeah. Ooh, Hans Conrad is in it. Nobody remembers this. Oh, boy. I do love me some Hans Conrad, though. Yeah, check yeah. it out. You'd like this. Okay, I'll have to find it. All right, well, I guess we should wrap up. Let's because wrap it up. now my other kid's crying, and I know you're getting tired, <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm an old man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, um, um, Happy New Year to everybody. Man, I hope you're enjoying yeah. your Advent and your Christmas Merry season. Christmas, Remember, the yeah. 12 days of Christmas are after Christmas. Or is there 40 um, days celebrate of Celebrate all the way to Epiphany. Or candle what? mass, if you want to go to all the way to the uh, to the uh, presentation at the temple. Yep, second of February. Yeah, but if you don't, if you better have your Christmas decorations down before then, or it's bad luck. Yeah. Hey, we should do an episode on that. Maybe, maybe next uh, next time we do this, talk about the Christmas season a little bit, because I bet you, uh, I bet you people have no idea what we're talking about as we're closing out the <laughs> this episode on the, on all that stuff. So. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Or we'll take that Christmas season off. But <laughs> We'll see, yeah. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hit us Merry up on Christmas. the Christmas. Please look for us on the Instagrams and the Facebook books. And, um, you know, comment and tell us what you like, what you don't like. Rate and review us on yeah. iTunes and other uh, podcatchers. You know, we need um, more reviews and ratings, and that will get more people to listen to us. You know, I'm hoping... Um, you know, uh, Bishop G- uh, George Leo Thomas will listen to us and we'll promote our show. <laughs> or Father Dave from the Star Wars Minute. There you he go. listens to them. He's the official chaplain of Movies by Minute. I hope he hears our show. Um, he can promote us. And uh, of course, uh, um, Bishop Barron, you know, he did a Prager U video recently. Sure he probably listens to our show too. Absolutely. He's so, definitely stolen contests before. <laughs> yes, I know he did because we saw his talk and it was literally, it was literally what, we what we talked about. <laughs> so I know he listens because he's been ripping us yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. Well, hopefully we didn't do too much COVID and Christmas is great. Yay! Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and. Uh,